Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today I've got on manifestation expert, Joy Schwartz on the show. Now here's the crazy thing about manifestation. When your chi is cultivated, you're in alignment and you become the attractor factor in the equation to pull to you the things that you desire. But if you're not in alignment, you can pull all you want and all you're going to get is stronger arms. But I guess that wouldn't be so bad either, right? <laughs> but you know what I mean? We've all done it where there's something that we really desire to have. And we try and we try and we try. And all we get out of it is pure frustration, right? So here's the funny thing. Back in 2010, when I started this podcast, I put together a list of experts that I wanted to have on the show. And on that list was our guest today, Joyce Schwartz. Now, when I manifest, I tend to align me and I focus on getting the feng shui right. You know, that whole thing where I'm always talking about cultivate your chi. I meditate, I cultivate, I pray, and I draw to me what I think is in alignment with my purpose. Well, What you're going to learn about today is that Joyce has learned how to override what you think you deserve and skip straight to the what is it that you want and teaches you how to actually do it. She's essentially learned how to hack the system, skip through the mud and teach you how to get to the other side faster. Something I learned when she coached me on manifesting a New York Times bestselling feng shui book holy bananas. As you're going to learn, I was doing it all wrong. (laughs) But after today's show, you're going to learn how to do it just right. So that's going to be the cool part. Real quick, let's do some housekeeping. Mastering Feng Shui will be open for enrollment next month. So if this is something that you're interested in and you want to learn real Feng Shui and do it confidently, be sure to get on that wait list. All you have to do is go over to the website, look under courses, and you can see where you can sign up. This allows you access to the emails and get you access to the course first. And you'll also receive a discount. And we've got a really cool bonus this year. So if that's something that you're interested in, be sure to go over there and get on that list. Uh, general enrollment will be open in September and the price will go up. Uh, and we are thinking about launching a special mentoring program. I think I announced this in the show last week. For those who are wanting ongoing support and to fine tune your feng shui skills, if this is something that you're interested in, let us know, email us. Um, we're we're kind of testing the waters to see if anybody has interest in this. We've had a couple of emails of people wanting to, you know, after they've taken one of our courses, the big question is what's next? 
And I know that the big thing is confidence and discernment. And a lot of the information that's out there is wrong. So that's why we're thinking about putting this program together so that you can get the right answers regarding feng shui. Oh, and some super duper exciting news. I'm studying to get my real estate license because I don't have enough to do. <laughs> oh God, I'm such a wood element. It's ridiculous. Anyways, I've decided to add this to my toolbox. We are getting so many new transplants from other states into Nashville, and they're wanting to buy a home that has energy aligned design. And unfortunately, not every real estate agent sees feng shui as beneficial, especially when it may hinder a sale. But good Lord, oh my goodness, I'm going to probably do a YouTube video on this because it's just, it's bad. We've got a new development going up here in Nashville. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but it starts, starts at $2 million. And Lord have mercy, the floor plans, y'all, the floor plans, oh my God, loss of money major loss of money, divorce, violence, loss of resources, anxiety, oh my God, and the list goes on. Major money and partnership issues and every single one of these floor plans. And here's the best part. All this could be yours for two to five million dollars. <laughs> no, no, and no. So I'm throwing my hat in the ring. I've actually tried to work with some agents here with feng shui and you know, they either don't pay me, they don't see it as a benefit. Um, they see it as hindering the sale. They don't get it. I actually had one last year call me up. She actually had the balls to call me up and she said that her clients, uh, they were from Asia, and they were telling her that they really loved this particular home, but they were concerned about the safety of their son. And so she called me up and said, can you just tell them it's fine? It's just fine. They're crazy. Like she truly believed that what they were saying about this design detail was absolutely nuts. And I'm sorry, I have a real problem with that. And I have a problem with lack of integrity. <laughs> so... For those who are serious about getting the energy right on one of the largest purchases of your life, call me. I should have my, um, oh my God, this practicum of the real estate exam. Holy crap. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. But the hope and the goal is that I'm going to have this by uh, fall, hopefully by October. So if you're about to, uh, you know, buy a house, maybe you're selling a house and you want to, you know, get it right, find the perfect energy aligned home that actually suits your needs. Uh, be sure to check out, I've got a website set up, gatesinteriordesign.com, real, it's forward slash real hyphen estate. So gatesinteriordesign.com forward slash real hyphen estate. If you're about to buy or sell a home or you're transferring to the area, there is a, a contact form on that website so that you can reach out to me and get on the list to receive help by me. Woohoo! Uh, I want to make sure that, you know, there are a lot of people out there, especially since we're getting so many transplants from California, that are really interested and understand the importance of getting the energy right and getting the alignment of the home right. And holy cow, are you serious? Nobody should be paying two to five million dollars for a shit show. 
So that's one of the reasons why I want to do this. I, I just, I, I really want to start educating people and really help them and help make sure that this is the best purchase that they make and that it's the happiest one, right? <laughs> and it should be. Alrighty, today, Joyce and I are going to talk about how she got into this manifestation business, how she became the expert tools of the trade and how you can start manifesting like a boss starting today. Are you ready? Let's do this. And I'm really excited today. I have vision board extraordinaire Joyce Schwartz on the show today. Welcome, Joyce. Well, Amanda, I am thrilled to be here. I'm excited to have you on. I've actually, I've had a lot of people in my tribe Talk about this idea of wanting to know more about vision boards and wanting to know um, all basically the questions that I have for you today that I want to ask you about vision boards. Um, and I think it's fantastic because we were just talking before the show. I've actually, uh, I, I don't even know how many episodes at this point I've done. I should probably know that, but I've done a lot. I've been doing it for over 11 years, 10 years, 11 years. And I've never had anybody on who's an expert. So I'm excited to have you on today and to ask you these questions. Excellent. So I'm curious, how did you get into the world of vision boards? I'm sure as a kid, you weren't, you know, dreaming and dangerous right. of being a vision board expert. <laughs> how did you get into this? No, but at 13 years old, I sat in my parents' patio and I thought about what I was going to do with my life. And I did what I might call today a visioning session, going inside myself and looking at all the beautiful flowers and the berries that were surrounding the patio. And to be honest, I had just gotten bit by a dog, so I was forced to kind of sit out there and not be too active, okay, earlier in the week. And I thought, I I've got to do something with my life um, that uh, is very, very rewarding. And uh, that would be something that would be um, um, just beautiful and, and uh, whatever. And I thought, okay, what is it that I'm going to do with my life? And sitting on the patio um, was a magazine and um, uh, on the picnic table, and I picked it up. And uh, those of us that are maybe just a little bit of a certain age might remember it was called McCall's Magazine. Mm. Okay, and it was for women. Okay, Ladies Home Journal McCall's. There were a whole bunch of good housekeeping, a whole bunch of red book magazines, a few of which are still out there. And I picked it up and I thought, you know what? As soon as I picked up that magazine, I went, I'm going to work for these, this, mag this magazine, this magazine. And then I went, okay, I'm going to be a journalist. My dad had told me a little bit about print shop where he had done some, uh, in high school, he'd worked in the print shop, um, I, you know, and later on he, he did something totally different. But I went, okay, I'm going to do this. Well, at 19 years old, I got an internship and I was in New York City working for McCall's Magazine. Wow, that's the incredible. American Society Magazine editors, totally paid, uh, dorm paid uh, expenses and I got paid to work there it was not a free internship and I was 
the uh, you know sitting right there with Jim Fix, who was the editor. I was right there as his editorial sidekick to see what was going on. So talk about manifesting your future. Um, and as I saw that, I recognized that a little bit later. At 23, I realized. I'd already been there, done that. That's all there was. I was already a magazine editor. Now what was I going to do? And so that was when I realized that you had to be able to picture the future and be able to move forward. You couldn't just depend on synchronicity knocking you on the, um, on the door. So I'm curious, as you're having this vision when you're 13 years old, you use the word, I'm envisioning, flowers and whatnot and, and what you you know kind of the epiphany comes to you did you recognize at age 13 what envisioning and manifesting were I mean did you have any idea what you were doing I think intuitively I probably did um I have this sense I've always had an amazing you know, you'll understand this kind of the do-it-yourself kind of thing. I was the one at the magazine that could walk into the crafts area and somebody say, I'm having trouble writing this article about making sandals. And I'm talking to this woman on the phone from Mexico and I say, okay, let's look at this. Oh, turn this over. Okay, here's how to do it. And my dad was a methods engineer, which meant you could show how to do from A to Z or Z to A. And he always taught me, don't go from A to Z, go from Z to A, because then you'll know what you want. And so part of it was intuitive. Part of it was, notice how specific I was. I wanted to work for McCall's magazine, right? So when the internship application came, I wrote down, I want to work for McCall's magazine, and they gave that to me. So I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to assume here for those who are listening today, um, I, I would like to assume that everybody has heard of a vision board, but perhaps they haven't or in, you know, as you said, envisioning. Um, explain to the audience what this really is, like what exactly is a vision board? Yeah, a vision board is basically most of us see it as a poster board um, with pictures that people stick on there with sticky glue or with um, tape or whatever. And it is um, a picture of all those things that you'd like to do in life and a picture of an overview picture of what you'd like to do, whether it's you'd like to travel, you'd like to have a new job, you'd like to have a new romance, you would like to have a happy family. And I call that a kitchen sink vision board because it's everything except or including the kitchen sink, including many times those uh, Kohler faucets are on it. Um, and uh, the other part of it that I really suggest that we start with is the visioning part. And this goes back to the indigenous people. Actually, it goes back to the caves in Chauvin, France, where we used to have, well, we still have, the beautiful cave drawings that were done by men and women prior to going out on the expeditions, women going out collecting berries, women going out getting grasses so they could make various baskets or containers, men going out to hunt for animals, the anthropologists and the archaeologists, my husband's an anthropologist, so he's affirmed this, that this is something that was done prior to going out. And so part of it is getting inside yourself. And that's why I just 
describe visioning is getting inside yourself. That's number one uh, step uh, I have to create a vision board. Um, and I define the vision board differently. Is The vision board is your GPS for your future. Um, and it is also a um, path uh, that you can follow uh, to create um, the desired result that you want, just as if the law of attraction says uh, that um, by um, being positive or negative, our thoughts attract positive or negative uh, people or things. And so change your thoughts, change your life, um, change your surroundings, change your life, as you know and uh, change the people around you, um, but also change your vision, because your vision probably has gotten a little too narrow. I love that. Um, what I talk a lot about on this show is called Above and Below the Cross Emotions. Um, I always encourage people to, below the cross is everything from uh, anger, fear, uh, disappointment, frustration, shame, guilt, you know, just all kind of the ugly emotions in our life. And above the cross is all about peace, joy, love. Um, so it sounds like you're really telling us to to get into that space to do this. And I'm curious, you know... Yeah, bringing you up to a higher frequency. There are a number of emotional tone scales out there that have come out of both um, uh, the scientific and um, the mystical world. And they've been used around the world for centuries. Um, so, yes, getting above that. Um, in fact, uh, getting to the point where one of the highest forms is exhilaration or games. Or you often hear people say, um, you know, I had so much fun with that. Or people at work say, wow, we really did this little exercise and it was fun. And you're so surprised because you don't associate F-U-N with work. <laughs> so I want to talk about the energy stuff in, in just a minute because I think that's really, really important. But one thing I do want to ask is, you know, for the, the one thing that I hear a lot from people that I work with, especially when I'm doing interior design, is that, you know, people say, oh, I'm not creative. I can't do that. So what does it take to really put together what you would consider a quote unquote successful vision board and does it have to be because I often see them on poster board but could it be in a scrapbook or a journal or a, another medium well this is uh you know it's it's a whole sector in itself um it's an art form it's art and science form now um, we've shown uh, several scientific studies from scientific america uh, and other places that have shown that the power of visualization, of uh, visioning and visualization, and of actually imagery. And we talk about image elicitation. What does this image elicit? And you've seen that where people will look at, obviously, the word shark image, just as a butterfly or a witch kind of thing, right? Well, we look at everything in life that can look quite differently. And so part of this is to understand that um, um, the whole idea of, of visioning um, keeps you on the right track, but the board doesn't even have to be a board. It can be a board, um, and it can be a wall. I have a great uh, client up in Seattle, and they're in my book, 
um, the Vision Board book, The Secret to Extraordinary Life by HarperCollins. And I'm happy to say, just yesterday, I have sold the Audible way, the rights to the audiobook to audible.com. And they're putting it out with a 24-page printed insert, which they've never done before, that you could download. So that is really cool. Um, but the idea of a board, he, what he did was a vision wall. He and his wife uh, wanted to go around the world. They were thinking about sailing. actually met them on the Bob Proctor cruise, of all places. And then we, he hired me on the spot. Uh, we did a session. He went home. They were going to sell their house. He took some red paint he had outside. He took one of the walls, and he actually painted freedom on him. His wife is like screaming, oh, how are we going to sell the house? How are we going to sell the house? <laughs> um, the realtor came in and was just like, you guys are crazy. You're going to have to repaint it. I have a, I have a client coming. Can we put some, um, uh, can we tack up some paper? Can we put a sheet on it? He kept saying, his name was David, just leave it. Just leave it the way it is. People came in and said, oh, you're into the law of attraction. We love it. We love this house. We're going to make an offer. Because they knew exactly freedom. Okay, and so David and his wife took the money they got from the house, among other, you know, um, put a certain portion aside, and are now sailing around the world for two years. Oh, so wow, it does that's... not have to be a board. But also, in addition to the board, okay, you can have a board, and we suggest, of course, you get a certified vision board coach that comes to help you because one, you wouldn't do anything else in life. I wouldn't go to a physical trainer right now. I'm doing some uh, physical therapy for a uh, challenge with my left hip that I pulled, um, but I wouldn't go to somebody who wasn't certified. So we do ask you to do that. Um, but in the meanwhile, um, you can start gathering pictures, of course, and I'll tell you more about the VIP method, but um, think about this. I was thinking about how this all ties together. Say you really want to travel and you're thinking about traveling and you're, you know, you're starting pulling pictures on the magazines and they're travel. Well, why not have your house reflect that? Um, why not get an antique, uh, uh, you know, a globe and have it rewired and have it be a beautiful lamp in your travel, right? In the in the um, the area of uh, perhaps knowledge, where you want to travel more, right? Mm -hmm. And um, children, okay. So you have children area white. Well, why not have some beautiful, maybe framed um, uh, clothing from your grandchildren? The little maybe the little christening. Uh, outfit that they had they're no longer using it have that framed and put it in your children area right um and so going beyond the board doing something that is really um oh what i thought was really charming is that uh here in terms of family um you have green the color right mm -hmm. um on your on your feng shui board right on your bagua board mm -hmm. And um, and then what what else do you have here? What is the other element? What's the element for family? Uh, wood. Wood. That's what I thought. And I'm just asking you to participate, <laughs> um, so it doesn't look like I've kind of set this up. Um, the family that we're doing now in Los Angeles, a Hollywood uh, 
actress, you'd recognize her. We're going to start the whole vision board session by a walk in the woods. Mm, cool. Why does this work? How does this work? Because you're immersed immediately into your vision. Get in its close proximity to your vision or be your vision. Um, this is something that's, you know, really going way beyond. But it is the energy. You are the energy. You are not only you co-creating with the universe. And so part of it is, I'll give you the little VIP formula I have, is uh, you start with the visioning, which is getting quiet inside yourself. If you want to do some rituals, you want to put the candles on, fine. If to you means, you know, Frank Sinatra or Elvis Presley or it's, uh, you know, some uh, heavy metal music, I don't care what really puts you into your happy place, as we might call it, okay? Put that on and then start making some notes. What's coming to mind? What are the first words coming to mind? I have no idea. You know, not clearing your mind. We're talking even letting some of this stuff that just put down there. Just put down notes. Now, a lot of it's going to be garbage, but there will be some gems. There will be some diamonds in those little charcoal. And so then the next thing we want to do is be I, okay, want to have a nice picture of you. Even before you do your board, we want to have you get, if possible, and certainly it's possible nowadays, there are so many people out there, professional photograph or a professional photograph of your family. Now, if you can't get that or you can't afford that, then go ahead and take a picture or you can do a selfie. Okay. We do like something that's fun and dramatic and that shows you in a way that once again is you are at this exhilaration sense. You are really in touch with the best possible you. I always say, when I'm having a great day, I go, Joyce is on vacation today. Because on vacation, I just turn into this little happy child. I'm like dancing at the airport. <laughs> I mean, I might look like a nut, but I don't care. I have vacation angels that come. If I leave a sweater on the chair in the waiting area, somebody will come running down the hall. Lady, lady, blue sweater, blue sweater. No idea how they know it was mine. Um, so that, so having that photograph of you in this, if you don't have one, then go back and find one when you've been happy, okay? And then what you want to do is to begin to gather those pictures, um, pictures of where you want to go, pictures of things you want to do, pictures of something maybe that you want to add to your house, pictures of um, in the various areas of, um, of your life. Um, we'll just use the, um, the um, um, you know, Feng Shui uh, Bagua map for that if you want to. You can go ahead and have, I've seen people that have actually divided up the vision board into um, the squares. And I think that is uh, really maybe um, squeezing too tight. I think that is um, not limiting that creativity. And your your question on creativity was, as Picasso says, all children are creative, we just lose it. 
So you want to get back into um, your creative side, whether that means doing some coloring. And one of the first things I always ask is, Amanda, what's your shoe size? Which size shoe do you wear? I wear a nine. Okay, nine. What were you doing at nine years old? What did you do to have fun? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I have no idea. If I, I would have to guess, I would say probably playing with my neighborhood friends. Okay. Uh, maybe and eating ice cream. I mean, oh, you're taking me back. I, I can't remember. Did you have a bicycle? Mm. I did. I had one. It was a green bicycle with a banana seat. Oh, my God. There you go. There you go. So the first things we want you to do <laughs> is to take a picture or get a picture of the green bicycle with banana seat. Okay. What was your favorite ice cream? Vanilla. Vanilla. Okay. And get yourself some vanilla ice cream. And have some friends over and just enjoy that before you even do your vision board. We want to put you in that position of really enjoying the experience of life. So many of us have just gotten out of touch of enjoyment. Yeah, I think what I'm really hearing you say is that I, I, it sounds like in doing this, we want to, one, find our uh, childlike wonder or remember it, but also um, it sounds like the, the goal here is, is really just to get quiet enough to focus uh, to know what it is that we want. We probably don't stop long enough to even think about, huh, what is it that I really want? What, what, is that what you've right. experienced? Right. You just spent more time uh, on remembering what you did as a, as a nine-year-old than most people spend on what they want in a day. They, you know, well, this is what I want for dinner. This is what I want for Panera Bread for lunch, or this is what but they really don't know. And we ask people, one of the things we ask, and I also do career coaching and work with, you know, once again, producers and writers and whatever, I'm making career changes. And I'll say, well, what is it you want to do? I have no idea. And, you know, one time one of the top producers over at Sony walked in, he'd just literally been fired from a big job. And he looked out at Maria Joway and the sailboats and he says, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and I said, okay, hold on. He said, what? And I called up my friend Joe and I said, Joe, I've got so-and-so here. Uh, he'd like to take a ride on your, your sailboat this afternoon. He says, okay, I'll be down in your lobby in 20 minutes. And he says, what? What happened to our session? I said, that is our session. <laughs> <laughs> I love no it. No charge. That is our session. You know, part of this is understanding that, yes, you can do the vision board and we're glad to help you. And we have hints and we have the vision board book, which is available on Amazon. And you can go to visionboard.info, which is our blog. And we have hundreds of uh, posts on them. We have this little VIP system there. And then we have... Um, Another system I called grabs, which once again is starting with gratitude. And you can show gratitude in your house in many different ways. Um, and what section would gratitude go into? What, what if we were to put something for gratitude? What section? That's the trigram. Uh, joy and pleasure is uh, the trigram for children. Okay. 
Okay, so great. Of course, that makes sense. Okay, so um, if we wanted to have gratitude, I have one gal who's uh, gone and worked with uh, some um, 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 vocational and adoptees and uh, orphanages in Guatemala, and she uh, worked with the kids and the women to handcraft a beautiful wall hanging and was able to make a large donation. She brought the wall hanging back, and now that's on the wall, showing once again her gratitude and her generosity, right? Mm. And uh, so that's an important part of starting everything we do, this whole process before the vision boards. And I think about 90% of it, maybe 80-20, let's go with the 80-20 rule. 80% is getting the preparation for it, getting into that exhilarated state, uh, or at least higher energy than you are. Most people are after they come home from work at a nine-to-five. Um, and then 20% of it is actually the preparation of the board or working with someone, and then the rest of it comes ongoing, which is 100% of it, to actually put it into action. So I have a very different view on this because my background being in the advertising business and journalism and high tech, I've worked in launching all sorts of high tech products, is that I do realize that you can change and launch a new life in 18 months or less. And this is part of the process. But certainly, so you've got the gratitude for G, you've got the R for release, and where would we put something with it would be Ah, breathing, getting that aha moment, as Oprah says. Maybe we'd have something on the patio that would be like a um, hammock, right? Or a wonderful chair that we could just kind of, you know, slouch in. Or your yellow banana seeded, um, a picture of your yellow banana seeded uh, um, bicycle, right? Because you must have had a, when you must have felt free when you were riding that, right? I had to. Have, I, I don't see your blonde hair flowing, and <laughs> <laughs> so, so part of that. Okay, so we're already at at uh, the releasing, and then we want to get into um, this is instead of the ask, believe, and receive, um, and then we want to get into the A for acknowledging, acknowledging ourselves. And where would you put any, a lot of people have trophies, um, they have um, family memorabilia, they have, uh, oh, even the results now, people getting results from Ancestry.com or family trees that they're putting, all of those acknowledgement about where they come from, who they are. Where would that go in the house? Well, I mean, if you were being intentional, the family ancestry stuff could go in family. But if you're talking about awards and recognition, you'd want that in fame. Okay, we want that in fame. So there we are in fame. Now, of course, you could go ahead. And if you were going to move forward with, say, you're a marathon runner, and you were looking to finish the New York Marathon, you've never done it before, you can do a vision board just for that. You shouldn't have just one vision board, the kitchen sink board. You would do one just for that, and you would break it down into you've got exercise and training and food, and then you've got your uh, psychological part of it, and then you've got your emotional part of it, and then you've got your health part of it. And all of that would be on the board and would go into your fame area versus just the health area maybe at this point. 
because it would be part of where you are going, not just where you are. We're starting from the end, remember. Starting from the desired result and coming back. This is actually how future scenario is done. I've actually worked with futurists out of the Singularity Society in, in uh, Austin, Texas. And this is how they plan the future when they're planning kind of the Jetson buildings and all that kind of stuff for the future. That's how they do it. They start with the end in mind, and then they figure out how they're going to make it. Uh, B is is um, being authentic, and I think that's a really important part of who we are today. Uh, so I'm going to say you want to walk your talk. You definitely want to make sure you're out there, your actions, but you're only going to you're also going to watch your talk. Uh, 75% of what I have with my clients in doing vision boards and when they say they're, oh, I've come here, I'm not creative, I don't do this, I don't do that, stop it. We're going to show you, you don't have to be creative, we're going to show you how to um, co-create with someone else. There's always someone else. We're going to show you how to piggyback on this. We're going to show you how to partner. We're going to show you how to side hustle. Um, all sorts of new ways of um, um, basically um, getting what you want in the 21st century. So I'm curious, you mentioned a minute ago that you can change your life within 18 months. One of the questions that I wanted to ask you, because I get this question, is how long is it going to take? So is that in your experience roughly how long it takes, 12 to 18 months? Yeah, that's a gestation period for an elephant. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, I've had clients, there's, there's actually new books out that say, oh, yeah, make a vision board, change your life in two hours. Well, you can change your life if you are. You can go get a new haircut, right? You know? Um, but uh, you want this to be... Um, you want this to be your best life possible. You want it to be something you can sustain. You want it something that is um, reaches into all of the parts of the uh, Feng Shui Bagua. Um, you know, you want it to include wealth. You want it to include, and wealth doesn't have to mean wealth. It's the law of compensation, meaning that we are compensated for what we do fairly. And the biggest thing I find with most people is that they're giving away their services or undercharging or not charging at all or doing too much volunteer work. And it's great to be out in the community, but um, there comes a time where you need to look at uh, sustaining your own future. Um, and so I think that's an important part of uh, finding all of this and putting that package together. Uh, so that we end up with a, a life that is um, a life of wonder, a life of excitement, a life of instinct, a life that is nimble, though, so that it can also change. So I, I love this, and, and I'm hoping that people who are listening today are taking feverish notes and uh, excited to start their own uh, vision board. I, I'm I'm wondering because I you know you were talking about the elements uh, a minute ago, and each of us personally, our personal chi, we have an elemental makeup, and um, I'm a wood element, which means that I do things at a high rate of speed, and I like things to happen fast. And um, I'm curious if there's 
uh, turbo boosters or tips that you can do uh, to add to your vision board that maybe makes the smaller things happen more quickly or are there, there are ways that we can boost our boards that we're putting together? Well, when, you know, we get too general. Uh, so when should we sort of ask a specific question? Uh, like, are you talking uh, about love life here? No. I'm trying to think of something for myself that I'm trying to manifest and, and everything that I have is pretty far out. So, <laughs> um, like what do you I'm mean writing, far out? It's already well, happening. I'm writing a book right now um, that will probably be coming out. We'll, we'll be hopefully shopping for publishers in the fall. No, 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 no not hopefully. Oh, that's that right now. <laughs> Good catch. Good catch. Not, no, um, not shopping, not shopping either. Oh, okay. Nope. Well, let's use that as an example. Then I'm I'm writing the book now. Uh, I'm already on chapter seven. Uh, I I don't know what word to use here, but the the goal is to have it done by summer, and then to is this a nonfiction book. Uh, yeah, it's a feng shui book. It's called Feng Shui for the Soul. They don't want to see the whole book. Okay, they Who want to see, see an, a book proposal. So that's what I need to be focusing on. Yes. So part of it is turning yourself around. Okay, let's do a uh, a, um, a board or a mini board just for the book. Do you have a mock-up of how the cover will look? Yeah, I already have that. Okay, put that on the board. Okay. Okay, do you have a publisher in mind? Yes. Okay, put the logo of that publisher up there. Okay. Do you have an advance in mind? 10, 20, 50, 100? No, I really don't. Oh, what, what is that tone in the voice? I, for me, right, and I may need to sit in this, but for me, the information that is in the book is so important that it needs to get out, that it's not as much about money as it is about getting the information out, and I wouldn't want an advance to get Well, if the publisher doesn't think it's worth it, $100,000 advance, then it's not going to get out to a lot of people. They're not going to put a big marketing campaign behind it. Oh. They're not going to have you do a 12 city book tour. Okay, so I need to be focusing on a big advance. A specifically large advance, preferably fifty dollars to $100,000. Okay. Okay, so, okay, and then... Okay, so you're going to cut out pictures of the major networks and put your picture on there. Okay. Okay. And have you done any big audience speaking? No, we've been trying to do that, so I'm going to put that on the board too. Okay, and what's your platform? Uh, as far as the social media that I have? No, no, no. Platform is, it's, you're calling it Feng Shui for the Soul, right? Yeah, that's the name of the book. Okay, give me the tagline then. I don't have one for the book yet. I got to think of that. Aha! Wait for the soul. Okay. And it's a cross between X and Y. What book and what book? The Tao of Now and what else? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would have to think on that because um, it, I'm doing this differently than anybody else has ever done. The, it, I mean, a lot of the information is 
Um, it's my unique perspective, but the way that I'm laying the book out is different. So I'd have to think about the comparison of what it would be closest to. Okay. So you're going to find somebody else that's done a different layout kind of sort. Okay. And then do you want to do videos with it? Okay. And what's your mailing list? Um, as far as how many, oh, how many people I want on the mailing list? Yes. Okay. How many people do you want on your mailing list? Wow, this is great, Joyce. This is very specific. I didn't realize that you... Yes, and that's what we want with the board. We're going to go right to that for that particular uh, vision, okay? And then we're going to see you. And then we're going to get you out there. We're going to stop you <laughs> writing because you've already written enough. We're going to have you write a book proposal, and then we're going to put you out there and you've got to have a mailing list of 50,000, and you've got to be speaking at some major event. Have you done a TEDx talk? No. Goodness, no. <laughs> That's pretty big. My goodness. Once again, there is that little girl that comes out in you. Yeah. It's red flag. It's the girl with the banana seat. Yeah, I mean, that, no, I've never done a TEDx talk before. See, she talks, and that's not a TED talk. TEDx, are, are, there's got to be TEDx Nashville, okay? Okay. So you don't even have to go for TEDx Nashville. There have to be TEDx's in other cities around there in Tennessee. And it sounds like a really cool subject for a, for a TEDx talk. Thanks, Shui, for the soul. Yeah. TEDx talks are sometimes from three to ten minutes. That's not very much. Okay. What's that? Are you in the National Speakers Association? No, I am not. Well, join that now. You're getting ready for, you are in the big time. You got to have these logos. You got to be in the big time, lady. We're, we're, where are we in your box? We're in your fan box. <laughs> the, the, uh, this makes it very, very simple. And we've got to surround the stuff with red. So it's like, get yourself that dress that you're going to wear for the FedEx talk. Okay. Have one. I mean, the TEDx talk FedEx. Sorry. TEDx. <laughs> Do you have a red dress? You could I wear don't, for the talk. So buy one. A real stunner. Go look at those TEDx videos and see. You want a real stunner of a dress that's you know a little artsy maybe, and you know not just at the knees. Maybe it comes down a little bit more. You know. And uh, it's a shirt waist that kind of opens up, and then you've got some outrageous uh, necklace from uh, Zambia or whatever, right? Okay. Well, this is great. I think that, you know, for those who are listening today, if there's something really specific that you're focusing on, um, and, there, you know, whether you're trying to get the job promotion or you're trying to get married and find love or maybe you're trying to improve your health, this is really great because what Joyce is saying is that you can literally take a micro-topic and really focus on all the minute details. I mean, I think this is great because it's such a great reminder. It's like baking a cake. You know, I compare it to baking a cake and I compare it to Martha Stewart. I can make a cake, but Martha Stewart makes a watercolor cake right for <laughs> spring. And I can put some flowers on there, right? But she shows me how to candy some edible flowers. Yes. And what is what do I have? I have a really pretty cake. She has a masterpiece. <laughs> what do I want my life to look like? Pretty good, as we say in the Midwest where I'm from. Masterpiece. Okay. 
I and you actually it. used that word. You were fairly far along or pretty far along. And far along when talking to an expert does not necessarily mean far along for a newbie. Somebody prepping for a ma marathon, they want to, on their board, have a coach because they're not going to make it without a coach. They may think they are, but they're not. They have to go to the marathon and meet the people at the marathon and talk to the people at the marathon and then find someone there that's either a marathon runner or somebody else that's going to coach them. And that has to be on their vision board. And that picture, along with the picture of the medal, along with the picture of the marathons, and when they're at the marathon, if they can ask somebody if they could wear their medal and take a picture of it, then you're talking about doing the board or doing the poster board if you want, or putting it, blowing it up with, with uh, a, a full-size photograph, or these big graphics online that you use for kids' rooms where you, you, know, you blow them up and they look like a football hero. Why not put one of you as the marathon runner, right? And where would that go in your house? Well, Same I mean, again? In that specific, I don't know that I would look at the bag wall map for that. I think I would put it in my office or someplace that I spend a lot of time. There you are. There you are. Or in your gym, right? Mm -hmm. Family in your, your personal gym. Yeah, any place you spend a lot of time. Yep. So, so that's how I do it. That's how my coaches do it. That's what we do at the Vision Board Institute. Um, we take all of... Um, the um, visions that people have, the dreams, and show them how to make it come true along with the universe um, to become VIPs, um, to become masterpieces. Um, sure, I would like to say that you could do it in six weeks. You can begin to change your life tomorrow. We actually um, were once again uh, recording on a Thursday. Um, you can begin this weekend. You can begin this afternoon. You can begin in the next couple of hours to go get that red dress. Yes. Right? Well, it, it, I've often heard about the, the vision boards. One of the most important thing is, is that people tend to put them together and then they don't take action. So that's a great right. They put And where they place them. They place them in the most common thing when I walk into a house. Oh, I've got a vision board. I've got a vision board. Where, where is it? Okay, come show you. In their bathroom behind the wall. Oh, look, it's in a wardrobe. It's in a closed closet. Hmm. Okay, that's very cool. Um, I will name it. I won't name it. It's a major, major publisher that you recognize in a second. It's into mystical kind of work. And when I went up to see them, they had it in a sliding glass door on the way to the patio <laughs> where they had their outdoor chairs in the winter time. Oh, yeah, we made a vision board. Here it is. And it was falling apart and dusty and cobwebs on it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okie doke. They must have had a pretty strong vision in order to, to move beyond this, you know. And so part of it's respecting yourself and respecting your vision. And the vision board then becomes a framework for your life. Mm. It becomes a sense of, um, of the GPS, as we mentioned, but it's also uh, a true uh, vision of uh, 
where you're going and the acknowledgement for where you've come from, the best part of where you've, you've uh, there's a, a wonderful word from Haiti called Sankofa, where you take uh, uh, the best from the past and bring it forward. And that's the other thing most people don't do. You say, you know, we did a little bit with your banana. You know, you'll never forget this conversation with that, you know, <laughs> bike and the banana, the green bike and the banana, um, uh, because that's part of your soul. That's part of who you were breezing along with your blonde hair flowing and your vanilla ice cream with your friends, right? Yep. How, what, what better vision, if you were having a really tough day, what better vision, and maybe you go back and have some picture, maybe you have a picture of that bike. You can pull it out and blow it up. Yeah, I'll have to ask my mom if she has. I'm sure my mother yeah, has. I mean, it's just an adorable because it's so specific, and it's like when you said it has that little seat, I'm going like, Oh, how adorable, you know. <laughs> and, and we remember those things, right? I yeah, would, I would right. say, let's get the TEDx talk going. Let's get you to uh, the fame and fortune that you deserve so that you can get that mass market audience. Um, without the advance, you won't get it. You know, you may, it's going to be a lot of extra work. You'll get it, but it'll be a lot of extra work. You want to run around distributing all these books yourself. Uh, you want to run around carrying books in the back <laughs> in Hollywood? <laughs> we talked about, about my yeah. Trunk. <laughs> yeah, well, books in the trunk, books in, <laughs> in the trunk, and boxes in the garage for people that used to have uh, an old um, uh, VHS players <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, when they were selling their VHS tapes, right? Yeah, um, yeah no And kidding. so part of this is welcome to the 21st century. And of seeing yourself as the celebrity. Seeing yourself not because, um, you know, it's just a fame and fortune, but because you'll get that attention and you'll be able to spread your message and people will write people will come to you. And because I'm dying to read the book. Thanks mm. Shui for the soul. I could, any, I'll take anything for the soul this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I said, I've been doing the physical therapy, so I'm working on the physical part. But I've also read that when you have a physical injury, that every, every single cell of your body reacts. And so I'm thinking, oh, I should be doing some soul work. Yeah. Oh, well, that's easier said than done. <laughs> Well, Joyce, this has been absolutely fantastic. If the audience is interested in learning uh, about your book or where they can find you or work with you, where do they go? They can go to um, www.visioning.info. That's probably the easiest. They can email me at Joyce at J-O-Y-C-E at visionboardinstitute.com. And those are probably the best. And um, if they really want to reach me crucially, I'm sure they can get a hold of you and you'll call me and say, hey, this person really has to talk to you immediately. Um, and so we're glad to do that, too. Um, and uh, once again, we're looking forward to um, the audio version of the vision board, The Secret to an Extraordinary Life, uh, coming out this summer. Um, and uh, having it distributed by Audible with a very easy-to-use 24-page uh, color um, insert, uh, downloadable. And so you can use it anywhere in the world. And um, the uh, Vision Boat book has 180 
180 pages with 100 color photos. Um, I also have a vision, the largest vision board uh, group on Facebook. We have 5,000 people. It's an open group. Just look for it, the largest vision board group on Facebook. And I do a vision board tip every single day. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you again, Joyce. This was wonderful talking to you today. Okay, we're going to know and be excited to see where you are 18 months from now. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the pressure of what I'm going to be doing in 18 months. But what a testament to living an extraordinary life as opposed to a mediocre one, right? What I really learned from this show today is to stay curious, ask more questions, and of course, oh my God, dream bigger. So let us know what your Oprah goal or goals are. What is that big dream that you really, really want to achieve, but you've put it on the shelf because there's no way in hell that you could possibly attract it or manifest it. What's the one thing, big or small, what is it that you would love to achieve and there's a big old butt statement attached to it? We all do it, right? We all have the butt statement. I can do it, but. So I'd love to hear about your goals and what your actions you're going to take after today's show to make that dream or that goal come true. We're all guilty of the statements of why we can't do something, but rather than doing that, how about we come up with the statements of all the reasons why we can? How about that for a change? And what would result from it if you achieved it? Oh my gosh, amazing, right? What a gift. All right, don't forget about my advanced feng shui course called Mastering Feng Shui. Early enrollment begins next month, so be sure to get on the wait list. If you're interested in the mentorship program that I talked about at the top of the show, email us to learn more. And hey, if you want a floor plan reading, we've actually got two packages now to serve you to make sure you get exactly what you need to get your space energy aligned the first time. Pretty cool, right? Woohoo! All right, everyone, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe. I know a lot of you listen to the show in your car, so whenever you get to where you're going, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review, especially if you're learning and walking away with some major takeaways. Um, You know, we provide this show to you to give you the information and, and teach you things that you need to know to advance, you know, raise your consciousness, but it requires a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a whole ton of resources to make this possible. And it's all provided for free. So be sure to support us. You know, if you've noticed, our show has never had advertisers. We've never, I don't want to chop up the show to put that in there. Leaving us a review and subscribing just makes us look super important on iTunes and it helps us rate higher so that more people can find us and more people see us. So that's the goal, right? We want this information to get out. All right, if you'd like to learn more about me, head on over to the website, interiorvibes.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.